Welcome to a sisterhood of women who strive to let him in. You are listening to episode 29, titled Tender Mercies and Miracles. Hi, you guys. Oh my gosh, it's been a few weeks since I have been here on the podcast and I'm so excited to be back and to be sharing some amazing miracles and tender mercies that have happened to me over the last few weeks. And I first just want to say thank you for being so patient with me and giving me space and time to rest and just spend time with my family and trying to figure out having five kids and what that looks like. It has been a lot, but it's also been so beautiful. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different than what I usually share. I always try to usually keep these episodes really short and bite-sized, but today I really wanted to open up and give you the full picture of what has unfolded for me over the last few weeks and really years, actually. Um, What I'm going to share are truly some of the most sacred experiences that I have personally had. So it's not super easy for me to be this vulnerable in sharing them with anyone and everyone. But with that being said, I have felt really prompted for weeks that I should share. And I hope that by me sharing, it's going to bring some light to you that God still does provide miracles today. And I can be a witness to that. He truly is aware of us individually and he has this beautiful plan beautiful plan for each of us. So with that being said, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to actually be reading straight from my journal to give you my absolute real raw feelings of what has taken place. A week of beautiful, beautiful experiences that I never want to forget. Tomorrow it will have been a week since beautiful Evelyn came to the world and my exact words and impressions are already starting to blur. These experiences that happened are ones that I never hope to forget. I truly feel humbled to have experienced, seen, heard, and felt the things that I have. God is good, a beautiful creator and weaver of our lives. There are lots of experiences that have happened over the last nine years that all came together in the last week for me. Nine years in the making. God carefully placed an experience here, a thought there, all to create a beautiful entrance for Evelyn. If these experiences wouldn't have happened over the last nine years, I would not have been able to fully understand or appreciate the strength and divine soul that Evelyn is. When I was pregnant with Grayson, my oldest son, before I knew he was a boy, I remember being terrified this one evening. I was laying in bed and Eric was out of town and we lived in this condo that didn't always feel super safe. I remember laying there so scared to go to sleep. I said a quick prayer to Heavenly Father to help me feel safe, protect me, and to allow myself to go to sleep. Just after my prayer, I immediately felt a sweet little girl spirit with me who said, It's okay, Mom. I will be right here with you. This sweet little spirit was strong and yet calm at the same time, and her presence immediately brought me peace. 
Because of that experience, I immediately jumped to the conclusion that I must be carrying a girl. So Eric and I attached ourselves to that and we started to refer to the baby I was pregnant with as Evelyn. Later in my pregnancy, I found out that I was actually expecting a boy. Finding out it was a boy immediately made me rethink the experience I had with that sweet spirit and made me question if I had misunderstood or read that whole situation wrong. But it was confirmed to me that I did not misunderstand and it was in fact a little girl spirit that was with me that night. A few years passed and I got pregnant again, this time with a little girl. Of course, it would be Evelyn, right? I remember my whole pregnancy not being able to commit to saying it was her. Eric and I had thought of other names and I wanted to wait until I could hold her in my arms to say whether or not it was that same spirit from years before. During my labor with my daughter, I was using a hypnobabies technique and was listening to a track, a meditation track. In it, at one point it said, say your baby's name. And immediately my mind said, Eden. It was clear. There was no mistaken. At that moment, I knew before even seeing this sweet baby that this was not Evelyn. I remember wondering how I was going to convince Eric that this was in fact not Evelyn. But when he brought sweet baby Eden over for me to look at her for the first time, he said, I don't think this is Evelyn. And I was so, so thankful that God had somehow let him also know so into the world, we had our amazing daughter, Eden. A few years passed and I became pregnant again with another boy. A couple more years passed and I became pregnant again. I remember vividly, like it was yesterday, looking at that positive pregnancy test with my fourth and feeling Evelyn's spirit again. It had been years since I had originally felt her, and yet it was so easy to distinguish and know that it was her again that I had felt. I felt very strongly that she was letting me know that she was coming. So again, I immediately thought I was carrying her. It was perfect. I always wanted four kids and wanted two of each. It was exactly how I had always pictured it to be. A few months later, I found out that I was carrying another boy. As happy as I was to be carrying a sweet, healthy baby boy, there was a part of me that was yet again sad and again confused. When it came to this baby, Rem, of labor, I reached a point of extreme frustration. I remember being so angry. It was a really weird experience, feeling so angry during something as amazing as bringing a baby into the world. But I was. I was frustrated. I was annoyed. I was angry with my body because I didn't feel like it was doing exactly what I wanted it to. Eric asked to give me a blessing. And I don't remember one word from the blessing, but during the blessing, God spoke to me clear as day. I will never make you do this again. The words repeated over and over in my head. And in the moment, it was exactly what I needed to hear. It made me immediately be able to change my mindset. And Rem was born less than an hour later. With that experience being so vivid and those words so clear, they rang through my head ever since. What did that exactly mean? Did it mean that I would that I would only have more kids if I really wanted, but I didn't have to? Did it mean that I would miscarry if I got pregnant again? All these questions came alongside thoughts of what about Evelyn? How does she fit into all of this? It had been almost two years since we had had Rem 
and it was time again of deciding if our family was complete or if we should have one more baby. I really, really, really did not want to be pregnant again. I really, really, really did not want to go through labor again. Give me another baby. I will have it. But selfishly, I didn't want to go through all of the mental and physical hardship. After a lot of prayer, I felt a lot of peace around the situation and knew there was one more. And it was something I truly couldn't deny. I prayed a lot at the beginning of my pregnancy and God confirmed to me multiple times that this would be Evelyn. Clear as day, he told me she was coming. Not to doubt and to lean in and know what I already knew. This pregnancy with Evelyn has been exciting and yet somehow nerve-wracking. I replayed in my head several times the words God spoke to me during Rem's labor. I will never make you do this again. I also thought about why she came to me nine years ago and why she wasn't coming until now. What would it be like to look at her and hold her and fill her spirit again? As it came closer to the end of my pregnancy, I struggled more and more with my mindset, which going naturally, having your mind be in a good place is so important when it comes to labor and delivering your baby. But for some reason, no matter what I did, I could not get myself there. I couldn't even figure out what it was that I was so worried about or afraid of, but the thoughts of fear continued. Five days before my emergency C-section with Evelyn, a friend from my ward asked if I could last minute be a model for her to foot zone. She was creating a video course and the pregnant mom she was going to use had just had her baby. I was super excited because I love all that kind of stuff and had actually previously been foot zoned with my other babies. So I showed up to the shoe and they were running behind. So instead of doing a whole zone, she only did a partial zone. To make it up to me, she told me to come to her house on Monday, four days later, and she would give me a full zone. Monday night, I went to her house for the foot zone and left completely changed. The zone was amazing and I believe a divine intervention where God could work a beautiful way for Evelyn to come. My body was already more ready than I ever have been with any of my other babies at this point in pregnancy. The zone I truly believe is what led to the bleeding that I had the next morning, which to some may seem like a negative thing, but I truly believe it was a beautiful, beautiful gift. Not only did the zone do things to align my body and prepare it for what was going to happen the next day, but I walked away mentally a different person. My friend was truly inspired to have me be her model that day so that we could have the conversation we did Monday night. She later actually ended up telling me how she couldn't sleep and continually was prompted to have me as her model and again to have me come that Monday. Our conversation weaved in and out of a lot of different topics. She asked if there was anything I was struggling about and I told her how off my mindset was, how I couldn't put my finger on why. I don't remember all the points and things she said, but she talked about how Evelyn's spirit is inside of me, and sometimes it can be hard to distinguish what I am feeling versus what is coming from Evelyn's spirit. It was the most beautiful thought and something I had never considered. Maybe it was Evelyn who was scared. Maybe it was her that was bringing on these feelings I was having that seemed so jumbled inside of me. The more we talked, it just completely resonated and I felt so much peace. Whenever this has happened to me in the past, it just assures me that 
this actually is the reality when I feel this type of peace. Evelyn was actually scared to come. And all the mixed up emotions I was feeling was because of me feeling her spirit's feelings mixed with my own. Through our conversation, through mine and my friend's conversation, I also realized that as excited as I was to meet Evelyn, I was also extremely anxious. This was nine years of buildup. Was her spirit really going to be that same spirit I had felt nine years prior? What if it wasn't? There was a beautiful moment during my foot zone that I remember mine and Evelyn's spirits truly connecting. Almost, almost as if we were both telling each other that it was all going to be okay. That we had each other's back and there was nothing to be worried about. I was here for her and she would be there for me. During our conversation, my friend and I talked about how babies come to earth in the way that they need to for their own experience. I already knew that how a baby enters the world has actual scientific research behind it and that it truly does and can impact how they view, see, and feel about life. I thought about Grayson, my oldest son's birth, and him being posterior and how he had to come to the world in that different way. We talked specifically about C-sections and how they are such a different way to enter the world than through a vaginal delivery. We talked about how in the pre-mortal existence, we as moms could have volunteered to bring our children into the world in a certain way to benefit them, that we as moms would do anything to give them the best learning experience here on earth, that we would take out our own desires and wants for them and know that God has the best path of growth for them and how they enter this world. The whole conversation was amazing and beautiful and gave me new perspective and thoughts that I had never considered before. Little did I know what would happen the next day. At 36 weeks and two days, I woke up in the morning to a panty liner of bright blood. From that moment, I immediately had a sense of peace. I never felt worried or afraid, just peace. I called my midwife and she told me to go straight to labor and delivery to get checked. She seemed really laid back about it and at this point I honestly did not think much of the bleeding and thought it must not be too big of a deal. I thought maybe I had just lost my mucus plug and not distress. Eric and I left for the hospital just as if we were going for a normal checkup. I had one quick thought of maybe I would have to deliver the baby and that I was possibly in early labor, but that was it, one quick passing thought. We got to our room and they ordered the ultrasound tech to come and check me. A family friend of Eric's walked in the door. She was our tech. We all laughed and it was the perfect way to add good energy to the room. Not even two minutes into my scan, she told me that my placenta was completely covering my cervix, that it hadn't torn, but there was no way they were going to have me leave the hospital with me bleeding while also having what's called a full previa. The nurses came back in after chatting with my midwife and I was told that I was going into a C-section in a few hours. Of course I was having a C-section. The words came to my mind that Heavenly Father had given to me during Rem's labor. I will never make you do this again. This was not something random that just happened to my body. It was always God's plan. It was always the way that Evelyn was supposed to come to this world. I felt so much peace love and contentment knowing that we were right on track so to say that Evelyn and I were doing exactly what God had always intended for us and that this is the experience that we both needed.
It was no coincidence in my mind that I had had the conversation with my friend the night before. The zone aligned my body, and the conversation allowed me and Evelyn a chance to both know that we were there for each other, that we both were excited to have her come to the world in whatever way that looked like. It is no coincidence that everything fell into place perfectly. The model having her baby, my friend needing a quick replacement and knowing I was pregnant, the foot zone to align my body in a way that I believe started the bleeding, and me mentally now feeling in the best mindset I had had my entire pregnancy. I was ready, and Evelyn was ready. As a side note, I have delivered all my babies naturally and with a doula. My doula's name was Talia, and she was amazing and always such an important key factor in all of my births. I truly couldn't imagine going through labor without her there. I had reached out early in my pregnancy with Evelyn to hire Talia again to be my doula. Because of a few important life events, she was not going to be able to commit to being my doula for Evelyn's due date. I was devastated. My midwife just suggested hire someone else but it never felt right. I looked at other options and every time I did, it never felt settled. One day in one of my connection prayers, clear as day, I heard, you will not need her. You will have me. I trusted that and never hired a doula, knowing that I would rely heavily on God during labor. Well, of course, having a C-section, I truly didn't have any need for a doula and God really was the only one I needed. I ended up waiting a few hours for my C-section because I had eaten breakfast, and finally at around 5 p.m., they took me back. Again, I still felt so much peace. I really wasn't scared, more just in shock that it was all happening so fast, and I hadn't had a lot of time to process. We got to the room where my C-section would happen. They put me on the table, and I remember looking around the small room and seeing so many medical and surgical tools and starting to have what was happening sink in. I closed my eyes and started taking big, deep breaths, blocking out everything that was happening around me. I started to pray. It was simple and it was to the point. Heavenly Father, please be with me and please be with these doctors. He immediately spoke back to my heart with very clear words. I am here and these doctors are my hands. It was clear that they truly would be his hands, performing his work and carrying out his plan for me and Evelyn. I continued laying with my eyes closed as they started prepping my body. I immediately felt my grandpa, hey kid, you're doing a great job. I'm so proud of you. I just silently laughed. Of course my grandpa was there. He wouldn't miss this for anything. I was extremely close with my grandpa when he was here and he absolutely loved babies. He passed right before I became pregnant with my third, and ever since then, he has been present at all of my kids' births. I knew he would be there, and it was so comforting having him be there while they were prepping me. The surgery was quick once I was prepped. I remember hearing Evelyn cry twice. I never saw her, but I heard her. I had Eric leave me to go look at her, but he was only gone a minute before he was back. My body was feeling the effects of all the hormone changes and what was happening, and I started shaking uncontrollably, and Eric wanted to be right by my side. The rest of what happened was kind of a blur until I got to my recovery room. 
I remember trying to process what had just happened. I still hadn't seen Evelyn, and yet I wasn't pregnant anymore. My mind was just trying to grasp the situation. My mind was numb. My thoughts wandered back to the conversation that I had just had the night before with my friend about how we all have a way that we need to enter the world for our own best growth. How as moms, we could have volunteered in heaven saying we would be willing to do X, Y, Z for our kids. I quickly thought how I truly would have volunteered to have this experience. Even though it wasn't what I wanted or pictured, I would have volunteered to do whatever I needed to for Evelyn. My thoughts were then immediately changed with the strong impression. No, you were not the one that volunteered. It was Evelyn. She was the one that chose to do this. She did this for you. Along with these words, I was given an amazing and beautiful lesson, not through words, but somehow my heart was told. Evelyn and I were extremely close spirits in heaven. She was an older spirit than I was. She looked out for me. She helped me make decisions. She helped to guide me and give me comfort. She was a mother figure in a sense to me while we were in heaven. Having this tiny bit of information was a puzzle piece that I had been searching for for nine years. Of course she was the one that was there that comforted me that night I was pregnant with Grayson. Of course she was the one that volunteered to give me this growth and learning experience. She was the older spirit, the wiser of us. Truly, she was more the mom to me than I will probably ever be to her. It sounds crazy, and yet nothing has ever felt so real, so true, and has brought my actual soul so much peace. She has brought my soul more peace than words can explain. Her soul is what my soul has been missing through my whole earthly experience, and now she is here. Starting her life with trial, being poked and prodded, being separated from me and everyone else, being in a room by herself in the NICU, not being held and loved on, but instead hooked up to oxygen, IVs, feeding tubes, and several other leads left by herself in a room with no one else. This is how she started her life. I say all of this not to complain, but to recognize that I know she did this for me. Why I needed this experience is still unfolding, although I feel like I am getting more and more glimpses of why every single day. My eyes have opened to new knowledge and growth already, but whatever the reason, I owe so much to her. I didn't end up seeing Evelyn for about 12 hours after the C-section. I didn't get to hold her, but I was able to look at her and hold her hand. It was weird and completely foreign to my other births, where my babies literally did not leave my chest from the moment they were born. They slept on me. They never went to the nursery. We were never separated. 24 hours later, I was able to hold Evelyn for the first time. We were reunited. It was so hard to hold her with all of her cords and made her feel so fragile. You would move her slightly and the monitors would all go off. A few days later, I was able to breastfeed her for the first time. Four days after she was born, I was discharged and Eric and I went home and had to leave her there. It was hard and the fact that I still couldn't wrap my head around the fact that I had just had a baby. I was used to going through natural labor and then having my baby with me immediately after. I felt like I had just had surgery. 
We only saw Evelyn a few hours every day. It was very minimal, which made it hard to feel like we actually had had her. The next week was a lot of me driving to the NICU and being there for feedings. She progressed really quickly and was soon down to only having her feeding tube left. She just had to up her feedings for us to be able to take her home. After jumping through way too many hoops, we finally were able to take her home from the NICU. The next day, my friend came over to zone her feet. She truly is an amazing foot zone and special foot zoner and specializes in pregnancy, postpartum, and newborn foot zoning. Before she came over, she told me it would be about seven minutes and that Evelyn would probably cry the whole time. She started working on Evelyn's feet and pretty quickly she mentioned that Evelyn was an old soul. She felt like she was working on a 40-year-old woman's feet. She has owned so many babies and only about 1% of them or so allow her to do a full adult zone. Well, Miss Evelyn fell into that small percentage. She let my friend work on her with no issues and no crying. It was beautiful and another witness to me that confirmed the impressions I had received about her being an older spirit than I was in heaven. It all just made sense. Evelyn's spirit literally is so mature and it just radiates off of her and is so obvious for me to see and feel. Evelyn has continued to be foot zoned every few days in helping her digestive system and keeping her jaundice levels down. Each experience has been spiritual and beautiful in its own way. Every time I learn more about her and her spirit's needs and wants. These past few weeks have been some of the most spiritual and beautiful weeks of my life. God is truly a master creator. And seeing the weavings of the last nine years unfold into this has been magical. I finally understand why it was her spirit that came to me nine years ago. And I can now know that those experiences of feeling her spirit were in fact real. I understand now what the words, I will never make you do this again, meant that I heard during Rem's labor. I understand why I never needed to hire a doula. I can see the divine intervention that happened in order for me to be chosen to come get foot zoned for this course and zoned again the night before for my, of my C-section. Without that conversation, I would have never been able to walk into the situation of my C-section with such confidence and peace. I also truly believe that being zoned was exactly what my body needed to align my body and have me start bleeding. Not in a traumatic way. We were not stressed. We weren't rushing to the hospital. The placenta hadn't torn. There were so, so many other ways that I could have been brought in for the C-section. And this way was so peaceful. The beautiful tender mercy of having the tech that came to deliver the news to me that I had a full previa to be a dear family friend. My first nurse I had in recovery was a friend from an old neighborhood. The experience of having God assure me that those doctors were his hands, filling my grandpa's spirit, and then in recovery, learning about Evelyn's spirit being older than mine and knowing she was the one that volunteered for this experience for me. It was a masterpiece that could have only been created by the divine, an all-knowing and loving God. I will forever be a witness that God knows each one of us personally, that he is working in our lives daily, that nothing is coincidence, and that God always has our best interest in mind, that our growth is what he wants for us, and that he will provide it in the most loving way possible. I know this to be true, and I am so thankful for you in showing up here today and letting me be vulnerable and sharing these sacred experiences with you. 
I hope it has brought to light the beauty of miracles and tender mercies that are still happening around us today and every day from here on out. For those of you that do have your Hear Him journal, now would be the perfect time to pull that out and continue in more stillness, an open mind, and a desire to connect with God. Love you guys.